When I look in the mirror, I don't see wrinkles. When I look in the mirror, I see hair on my head, not my shoulder. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the fountain of truth. The fountain of truth about what? Well, the fountain of truth about aging. And one of those truths that doesn't have to be so true is ageism. You know, it used to be, uh, and it, you, if you really enjoyed West Side Story, you must love Officer Krupke because nobody understands me, says the kids. And uh, I don't know. I don't think anybody understands me. <laughs> and I'm 75 years old. So maybe it's time that somebody understood me. And we have somebody who does understand. He is the producer of Senior Moments, an incredible series that yet to be sponsored. Hint, hint for everybody listening. No joke about that. We're going to talk about that from the point of view of consumerism and why we are the hidden market in a very serious way, but also the wisdom of age. And you must go to his website, The Wisdom of Age. We'll talk about that a little bit more. And get out your hankies. Because I have not witnessed one video on Wisdom of Age that did not make me cry, or I was verklempt, like in Coffee <laughs> Clutch. I got verklempt from this Jeff Rubin. So you be, you be prepared <laughs> to be verklempt, because here he comes. It's advocate, community organizer, author, producer, Jeff Rubin. <laughs> All right, he's in the house. Oh, Hi, wow. Wow, Hi, what Jeff. an introduction. What an what introduction. All right. Thank you. So, Thank you. Thank you I mean, for having me. Mr. Motivation. All right, Mr. Motivation. So first of all, tell us a little bit first about senior moments, and then we'll talk about the wisdom of age. First, senior well, moments. Well, What's you know, I, I, the senior moments, we, we've heard that expression all our lives, uh, and it's such a negative expression. You know, I have friends of mine in their 30s and 40s and and, and even younger who, oh, I'm having a senior moment. And it's such a derogatory term. But then when you have people our age and older, I'm having a senior moment, it's self-deprecating. And so that's the impression that people have. It's one of the impressions that people have about older adults. And so I said, what if we could flip that on its ear? What if senior moments was a positive moment rather than, than something to poke fun at? And so I started a campaign to give people of, of uh, age 60 or above, uh, so it can be 60 to 160, to say whatever they want to say about where they are in life. And to, 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 they can tell a joke, they can t- sing a song, they can give you insight and, uh, into their, their uh, way of looking at issues. And so we're giving people an opportunity to express themselves in ways that they may not have been able to do before. Matter of fact, one of the things we say is we give voice to the voiceless. And what we're we're doing is we're showcasing the fact that our impressions of older adults is contrary to what re- what is real, what the reality is for many older adults. And so that's the significance behind Senior Moments. Our goal is to put together one of the most extensive online videos that focus on Senior Moments. And, you know, if you look at some of them at your website, we'll give you the full URL in a minute, and that's uh, Wisdom of Age. 
you really do get verklempt, but you also really, really get inspired. And not only young people. You see, there's a lot of what Jeff Rubin does, which is to bring the idea of what it means to be older to younger folks so they get it and they can live their best life. But the fact is that for me, it was already very inspiring, and I'm in that, right? And let me give you one example, Jeff. Uh, Boyra Allen, who I happen to know, I recognized her right away on one of the senior moments. Mm -hmm. She articulated something that is something I never was able to say about me, about my own self. And Mm -hmm. that was the purpose of my life, says Moira, who is the head of um, Pension Network. Excuse me. Are you talking about Moira or Jan? I'm sorry, Jan, 90 years old. 90 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Jan Hively and Moira Allen started the uh, really UN-sanctioned and very well-known group which is called Pass It On Network. Right. And I hear them both, and they've both been friends for a very long time. But one of them, uh, Jane is 90 years old, a little older now. And what she said on your video was, for me, life purpose is to work. Whether paid or unpaid, is a quote, Mm. whether paid or unpaid, until the very end. To work whether paid or unpaid until the very end. Now, most people, even people my age, especially people my age, recoil from that word work. Mm. It's actually the opposite of retirement, which means to withdraw. I love that word. And most people don't. But the point of this with senior moments is we all have our own different senior moment that's inspirational. So I have to ask you, how do you get these people? I mean, to me, the... The, the Allen Hively group, that's famous. Right. But a lot of the other folks are not. How do you get them? How do you get them to say these things that are such nuggets? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I, I was at the, um, I, I was asked to participate in the uh, Leading Age Expo uh, this past October in Denver. And uh, we had a booth and we were able to show that video that you saw. And the response was was overwhelmingly positive. And so a lot of the people who attended, who who are representative of a number of assisted living facilities and nursing homes around the country, said, oh, we have a perfect resident here that would love to be part of this. And so that is some of the ways that we're, we're getting people to participate. Uh, but, but we have uh, representatives from from senior centers and and, and uh, retirement communities and through a, a, a number of associations through the Passing On Network, uh, as well as others, that are just taken by the idea and, and are looking forward to doing it. I was on the phone the other day with a fellow from um, uh, Calgary. Um, right, Alberta, uh, yeah, Canada. Yeah, and uh, he represents a senior center that he said, oh, this will be perfect. And he said, listen, I, I also am a videographer. He said, do you mind if I uh, videotape this for, for people who wouldn't be able to do this on their own? I said, absolutely. So, so getting people to want to say something is not a problem. Uh, people, you know, what I find so interesting is that Everyone has something to say, something to contribute, but very few are asked. And and well, I think yes. you empower people when you say, well, what do you think? What do you think? You know, yeah. we do a lot of work in communication 
uh, particularly for the United Nations. Uh, one of my committees is the NGO on Aging Communication Subcommittee. Mm-hmm. And we discovered that simply having a newsletter where people can read contributions of others changes the world, not just yes. changes yourself inside, as I've been talking about with you, Jeff, because I am moved by what you do, but it actually changes the world. So, yes, you said it's not so difficult to get people to speak. What is difficult, though, is to get people to listen. Now, any, yeah, anybody listening to this knows exactly what I mean, whether they're talking about their spouse, their family, uh, their boss, or anybody who are in the world of advocacy. So how do you get it out there? Give us about a minute before the end of this segment on how you get Senior Moments out there so that people can hear it, and we'll talk about how you can be supported in doing mm-hmm. that when we come back. How are you disseminating uh, the information right now? Uh, through social media, as uh-huh. and through and through word of mouth, um, through my contacts. You know, I've been in this field for over twenty-five years, and I know a number of different people, and 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 continue to meet new people all the time. Um, and I look at how this can be a benefit for both both uh, the individual and the organization. For example. Uh, if if I have someone from a, a assisted living facility, for example, where their resident uh, or residents want to participate, well, we'll not only uh, uh, acknowledge the person who is is speaking and uh, not a last name, but a first name and what have you, but we'll also acknowledge the facility where that person lives. So we're helping to promote the facility as well as the resident. Or if it's not a facility where they live, it can be, uh, again, it could be any one of a number of places where people congregate or people want to participate. So when we'll talk about uh, a little bit about this issue of consumerism and what I call the wows, wow and wham, and that is wild old women and wild old men. Mm-hmm. And by this, I mean a segment over the age of 75. A lot mm-hmm. of your folks are, uh, and why there is this disconnect between the actual economic reality of these folks and what consumer marketing companies think about these folks. Don't you what? go anywhere. We'll be right back. Full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate. For my age, da 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 da, da 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 da. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me not even a bit. Cause I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age, da 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 da. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. The Fountain of Truth About Aging, a couple of different housekeepings for you today. Don't forget our course, specially discounted by 50% for my listeners. It's only $94 to begin with. It's called Speak Out Communication, how to inspire, move, touch anyone, anywhere, anytime. And it really was created for the United Nations for advocates. But then everyone said, wait a minute, I've been using this with my family. I've been using this as a volunteer. I've been using this all over the place because it is a five-minute recipe to be able to communicate, tell your story, say what you want right out, 
and ask for what you want and help support people in getting for you what you are asking for. It's a remarkable, remarkable journey into communication. And if you do use the um, the discount code AGEWELL, all one word, my favorite word, AGEWELL, no caps, you'll get 50% off. So that's $47 for uh, an on-demand course that you can listen to in six or seven or eight hours or over a six-month period and use over and over again in different situations. So that is AgeWell. Simply go to Speak Out Communication, no S, communication.com. And also, we're launching. We are launching the Ageless Traveler in July and August. I will be all over Southeast Asia, also some parts of the Middle East and England and Scotland for festivals, covering these for the Ageless Traveler, the new podcast, Never Stop Traveling. So if you want to get our newsletters, if you want to get our discounts and everything that has to do with travel made easy for you, just go to adrianberg.com and go to our contact and let me know, yes, I want to be on the Ageless Traveler list. Okay. So now we want to go back to Jeff Rubin. And Jeff Rubin is basically a fun guy. And what he <laughs> is bringing out in the world of older adults is how much fun we are. And that's, that's fine. But there's a little bit more to it. We also have a lot of money. Let me tell you that. I know you're supposed to say it's poverty. We have food insecurity. Okay, except 54% of the wealth of the United States are held in the hands of women over the age of 60. Yes, a lot of it is because their husbands left it to them, but a lot of it isn't. A lot of it is still my generation who really made it big but did not get married. And have no kids because of sexism. Now we are looking at as the depressed, the people who need to be supported. So, Jeff, you go to assisted living communities. Hmm. And the folks who you need to support, let's say, a production series, and there'll be many more because you're very creative, like um, Senior Moments. Mm -hmm. Look at these folks as non-consumers, as people without the money to spend. And, you know, it's interesting. It's not just the ones in assisted living that they look at that way. It's people who are living on their own. Even in the over 55 communities where they're playing pickleball and they're running to Greece every two minutes. And yet we are not consumers. What is that about? Well, you know, I, I believe it's the people who are running the companies that are marketing their products. They, up until quite recently, up until I believe the last time I saw it was 2015, there's less than 5% of advertising dollars that was spent on people 45 or older. And so who's making those decisions? Well, I think it's people who are, are in their 30s and, and maybe 40. You know, when you get to be over 40, you're an old person in an advertising field. Uh, you're hard-pressed to find employment at that age. So ageism becomes a factor depending upon the the uh, type of, of profession you're in. If you're in in, uh, in, in high tech, for example, in uh, Silicon Valley area, I talked to people who said they couldn't get a job because they're over 30. So so it's the perception that we have of, of older people and the, the misperception we have. Yes, there are a number of, of older people who, unfortunately, 
uh, are are living at the poverty level or or lower. Uh, and we're not talking about that uh, because we don't want to talk about age-related issues as much as we want to talk about the the uh, uh, hope and 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 buoyancy of younger people in terms of creating the future. But if we stop listening to or we can't understand the uh, or bridge the gap between the young people and the older people, we all lose in the end. So uh, I do believe that there is a misunderstanding that pervades uh, the uh, marketplace when it comes to recognizing the value and the uh, purchasing power of older adults. And I think it's very deep. I'm going to bring you and my, my listeners into a whole new world for just two seconds. And I know, a little bit crazy, but I am a student of metaphysics. And one of the things they talk about in metaphysics is, are you a continuous person? Are you the same person year after year after year? Or actually, are you a different kind of person? And it seems to me, and I'm thinking back to my youth, and I'm going to say youth from the beginning to, let's say, age 35. I'm not sure I could connect with the fact that I was going to be old. Now, older, I connect very easily with the fact that I was younger and have my memories and so on. I'm not sure I could have a vision, a a real internalized vision. I think that it's almost impossible to understand who we are if we are 30 years old or who we're going to be. And that's why I think the bridge you're making, and I've seen some of these productions, is critical. Mm -hmm. Because what it can do, it can help us internalize the truth, which is what this show is about, the truth Mm -hmm. about aging. And I don't think anyone, I don't want to blame the, the, the marketing profession. What you said about losing your, your worth and value, I did simply because I was the older blonde on television. Mm. They, they simply wanted the younger blonde. Same thing. They just wanted right. me just younger. Right. So we get that. And I think it's, it's insidious and I think it may be humanistic. Mm. And that's why it's very, very difficult to fight. Right. Uh, but I will call upon one group that never does anything for us, and that is the American Ed Council. They created mm. visions of black Americans that made the very first person, she was actually here in Palm Springs yesterday, Johnson, to be on Vogue magazine, the very first uh, woman of color model on Vogue magazine. They did that. The Ed Council did that. Nobody else did that. And it felt it through the American psyche. They're not doing it, this with older adults. They simply mm-hmm. aren't. I don't care about go gray or stay gray or the silver models. They are still not doing it to the extent that they have to with regard to this. So, so let's take a look at the fact that we're not just walking around bladders, which is what the ads think we are. Mm. We, we spend a lot of money. We spend a lot of money even in assisted living communities. We spend on our grandkids. Right. We spend on all kinds of medications, yes, but also on kinds of fine foods, entertainment, lots of stuff. How do you get to these people? You've tried. Do mm-hmm. you feel that you're getting somewhere? I, I do. It, it, it's, you know, I've, I've always, <laughs> I guess I could say I grew up around older people. You know, I was influenced by my parents' uh, friends uh, who to me, you know, it, I mean, when you think about age, it's a relative term. When you're five years old, 
12 is old. When you're 12, 20 is old, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I, I, at five and six and seven, I was surrounded by older people who helped shape how I, I looked at aging. Uh, and I had friends later in life. Matter of fact, the inspiration for my book, Wisdom of Age, was by a fellow who just he passed away at 98 years old. And he was an inspiration for so many people throughout his, his formative years and well into his 90s. And I had another friend who was um, passed away at 87 who was another incredibly inspiring and influential person. And, you know, what gets me, though, is we when we talk about older people and their value, we look at people who jump out of an airplane, you know, or ride a motorcycle. Uh, and, and, and we don't look at the people who are doing some very basic things that are making a difference in someone else's life. And so we're I have to tell you, uh, AJ, I, I honestly believe that are that there are people I come across who are so beaten down by the impression that people have of them that everything they see on TV or reading a paper or 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 uh, what's being being promoted to them as 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 what they need is so debilita- debilitating. It's not uplifting. It's not inspiring. And so we, I think over the years, people just become beaten down. Yeah. And I think we need to change that mindset to say, look, you don't have to fly um, or, or bound, you know, what is a Superman uh, bound a, a, yeah. a building in a certain, in a single bound. You just need to raise your hand. You just need to say, Hey, I'm there. I'm, I, I have something to give. I have, I have experience. I have, um, I have uh, the ability to sit down with someone who's lonely and spend time with them. I have the ability to uh, help another human being in need with whatever skills and abilities I have, and that to me is is so much more than uh, looking at somebody like um, or, or promoting somebody like Martha Stewart to be on the cover. In a bathing of, suit. I yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All covered up. But we, we, yeah. we, we, well, we, we will talk about that. And yes, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. I don't want to cut you off because this is so inspirational. But let's take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, uh, one of my biggest complaints, how much of the fault of older persons is ageism. And the reason that's important is if it's partially our fault, then we could do something about it. Mm-hmm. Don't you guys go anywhere. Full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. You may think that I'm full of it. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth About Aging. A couple of really, really quick, because I want to go right back to my guest, Jeff Rubin, who is the producer of Senior Moments. He is the author of the website, um, uh, 
Wisdom of Age and the book Wisdom of Age. We'll talk about that in a moment. Very quick. Uh, you want to be able to speak out like we're talking about right here? Like we feel uh, we get beaten down? Well, you don't have to be. That's why I created Speak Out Communication for you. How to touch, move, and inspire anyone, anywhere, at any time. Uh, with the coupon AGEWELL, A-G-E-W-E-L-L, it is an on-demand course, $47 with that coupon. And simply go to speakoutcommunication.com and you can see more about it, get a little preview. And if it's for you, please become part of that. If it's for a parent, wonderful. Great Father's Day gift or a belated Mom's Day gift. All right. Uh, we have another podcast. It's called On the Ground. It is the podcast of the United Nations. I'm privileged to have been asked to be their uh, host. Uh, it's called On the Ground. You can listen to our episodes on what's working in advocacy right now, particularly if you're a volunteer or you're in the world of nonprofit. And you simply go to GNEC, G-N-E-C dot N-G-O, G-N-E-C dot N-G-O for the podcast on the ground. Or you can simply, as with this podcast, go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over the place. All right, now let's get back to Jeff Rubin. Now, I had introduced him to you as somebody who is the producer of Senior Moments. It's his latest project. Wonderful videos where seniors do have a moment to speak out. But he's a lot more than that. Uh, first of all, he's an author. He's an author of the book you can find on Amazon called Wisdom of Age. Also inspiring, inspiring work by older adults and himself at his commentary. He is also honored as the architect of change of the week. And this is what I want to talk to him about by uh, Maria Shriver's Sunday paper. And he's featured as one of the incredible individuals who's moving humanity forward. In other words, he's an advocate. He's an advocate for us. Now, Jeff, I just left off in the last segment saying, maybe it's our fault. How do you advocate to the older adult to get off the pickleball court? And I'm talking about very wealthy, healthy, creme de la creme, people living the retirement life everybody wants. And what are they doing with it? 46 hours a week on television. Two hours a day in the pickleball court. Right. How do you how do you get us to step up to that plate and what you mentioned help somebody else, not just right. look good. Now I have nothing wrong with Martha Stewart. I was on many shows with her many many times, um, and I have nothing wrong with us showing ourselves off as still looking good. But that's not enough. It's not it's not right. working to beat the ages. It's got to be. But something would else. that would that have worked the same? If it wasn't Martha Stewart, suppose it was just some some person who was also 80, who is not well known to the public, but uh, but certainly could could uh, grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, I, I understand why they did it, but uh, I think they might have made a more, you know, years ago, was it um, oh, Oil of Olay? Yeah, had, had a campaign for older women, and and Dove was, does now. Dove, Dove, does now. Dove yeah, that was yeah. I mean, I was so yeah. inspired by that, and so impressed by the fact that they recognized and said, "Wait a minute, you know, we're we're mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore, right. and we believe we can sell product to older women by not playing down to them, but but." But uh, showcasing uh, where they are in life and 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 their own beauty, 
I mean, those are the pieces we're missing in terms of how we how we define and how we look at older adults. That's why I'm saying I, I, I still believe that we're in the phase of creating an awareness that what we thought about older people is wrong. That we that we also, by the way, we're talking about when we talk about ageism, we're talking about discrimination against our future selves. And if we don't take a stand now, nothing's going to change. We're going to be in the same position that many older adults are, where they are no longer valued or shunted off to facilities where uh, where where they're hopefully they're taken care of in a in a humane manner. Uh, but the family has has very little left to do with them. And and what I find is. When we talk about human beings, anyone of any age, the, I think the universal thing that we have in common is the need to be needed. You know, do we have value? Do we make a difference in someone's life? And if all we do is look at people in terms of their uh, their financial contributions and and nothing else, then we reach a point where we say, well, sorry. You no longer uh, right. cut the mustard, you know. Cut so. the mustard in Brooklyn, they say waste of space. Waste so, of space. Let yeah. me tell you, <laughs> uh, it's bad. And I'll tell you uh, why I feel we we need to look at ourselves a little bit internally because when we do make it uh, in the retirement world in the sense that we have sustainable income, we have our health, we look okay, uh, we really do need to volunteer more. You know, you know, Jeff, you say if people are only looked at for their pocketbook and not for their contribution, they have to show they can make a contribution. Right. The, right. You, you got to bestir yourself a little bit and get out there and be a foster grandparent or mm-hmm. look at uh, volunteermatch.com, right. which is a matching site for volunteers. Get out there. Show who you are. I'll just say one, one statistic. I do like statistics. 63% of the way small children, small children, see aging has to do with their grandparents, 63%. Now, these are the kids on uh, YouTube, on uh, gaming, on you know videos. They know better than us about technology. So they have so much stimulation, so many places that they could get these images, but they don't. They get 63% from their own grandparents or the older adult in their life, mm-hmm. Max Planck Institute. So you got to show them because they're watching. Again, this is my second Broadway show analogy. Uh, you know, a little night music. Children will listen. Children will listen. So maybe not by the time they're 10, by the little mm-hmm. ones. So we have to get out there. Now, Now let's take a look at the wisdom of age. That's another one. I call that a project. You may not. You may call it a mm-hmm. website. Tell everybody where that website is, Wisdom of Age. Well, just go to www.wisdomofage.net, and you'll, you'll, you'll learn about about the, not only the issues and the opportunities, but but you'll learn more about about my book and about uh, the Senior Moments campaign. But and of let course, me the tell book you is why. on Amazon. Got to give the plug. Book is also oh, on yes, Amazon. Yes, the book is Wisdom available on Amazon. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead now. Um, but I just want to tell you that the reason for the book was the fact that you know, in, back in 2021 the World Health Organization came out with their report that said one out of two people globally are, are considered ageist. And this is, it, it runs contrary 
to the fact that we are we uh, we are skewing older worldwide. And and when we say, well, someone's old, when is that? You know, as I, I alluded to earlier, I said, if I'm five, 12 is old, if I'm tw- 12, 20, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, you know, I don't believe there is a set age. People have their own impression of when somebody is, quote unquote, old. And I said, you know, we can learn from anyone if we take the time to listen, which is something you had mentioned earlier. Uh, and I said, you know, let's let's test this out. And so I decided to ask school children, and I went beyond that after, and you'll see in a minute, but I, but I said, you know, I wanted to ask them, did they know any old people? How old is old? And what's one bit of advice they would give to somebody younger than themselves? Well, the responses were incredible. Uh, I had children as young as five, all the way up through the end of high school, but then we went on. So my oldest respondee asking the same question was 103 years old. And it was really interesting to see that the young people and the older people had a clarity of insight that people in the middle seemed to have forgotten or never learned or lost their way. And so what I found interesting and and other people have told me is that they would open the book and they'd read a quote from someone and they were so inspired by. So a woman who uh, was dealing with body issues after the birth of her child was reading about self-esteem from a nine-year-old and was inspired by what she had to say and vice versa. So, so you, you, the wisdom can come from anywhere and anyone. And it really is just about life experiences and where we are along the continuum of our travels. That's all. Well, you know, when we come back, we're going to have our, our sadly, our last segment. And one of the things that I want to talk about, I always want to talk about when I deal with somebody who's a visionary and Jeff is, is the future. So you guys, don't you go anywhere. Full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit, I'm inappropriate for my age. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bowl, the Fountain of Truth, the Fountain of Truth about aging. Sadly, at our last segment for this show, but hopefully many, many more to come. A couple of plugs. Don't forget, we've got five years of shows. Most of them are archived on adrianberg.com, Apple, Spotify. Please go to Apple, Spotify, Google, and just subscribe or like us. There's never any charge. But the more that we have likes, the more we get paid attention to. Take a look at Speak Out Communication, speakoutcommunication.com. It is my latest course. It gives you my video that will explain the entire course. I don't want to take a lot of time. Most importantly, you get a 50% discount. It's only $47 to really learn the five-minute formula of speaking out anywhere at any time. And that coupon is AgeWell. Right now, we're here with an advocate. We're here with a world changer. His name is Jeff Rubin. He is the author of both the very comprehensive 
and wonderfully, uh, I- you know, interactive website. Lots of great videos there called um, uh, Wisdom of Age. Wisdom of Age is also his book, which you will find on um, on Amazon. That's wisdomofage.net. But he's also the producer of Senior Moments. And when you look at the future, Jeff, the future of aging, you mentioned how you begin some of your presentations, and it was, it was pretty profound. So tell us how you do that. How I how I begin my presentation? Yes, and you ask people, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, know? normally I'll start by asking, are there any old people in the room? And mm-hmm. very few hands go up. And I'll say, uh, do you know any old people? And every hand goes up. And I say, therein lies the problem. I said, we know them when we see them, but it's not us. We're not aging, it's the other person. And until we recognize and, and, and accept the fact that we're all aging, we're aging from the time we're born to the time we die, but in, until we are willing to accept it and talk about it, we're not going to address the issues that, deal with, that, that we all deal with in terms of quality of life. You know, transportation, housing, employment, uh, 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 social engagement, et cetera, et cetera, um, and the opportunities that are available to us. You know, sometimes I feel like uh, I straddle the fence between the people I see who see uh, the people I speak with who see aging as this downhill slope, and then others who who recognize the possibilities, the 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 opportunities you know the 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 concept that was in the uh, um, uh, older Americans Month theme yes. this year which was aging unbound yes can you imagine thinking in terms of oh can I still do something yeah I can make I can do something I can still be inspired to to uh, try something new and I have to tell you when I hear people who are in their forties and fifties and they say Oh, uh, you know, when you get to be my age, and I, right. and I, I say, oh, what are you going to say if you're saying that now? <laughs> what are you going to say when you're sixty or seventy, you know, or 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 even eighty? You know, I, I, you're you're just limiting yourself by buying into this belief that you're supposed to act a certain way, and you're supposed to behave. Or, or conduct yourself in a way that is how other people see you, not how you see yourself. You know, it's so interesting how we limit ourselves. And I think that the real value of, of what you're doing for the future as a visionary is the issue of being unbound. If we can limit ourselves less, that doesn't mean you'd be stupid. If you, if you have problems with your legs, you might not climb Mount Fuji, right? Right, but. Right. You might do something different, and you might, as my friends did, get knee replacements and climb Mount Fuji. Yes. So that just <laughs> depends on who you are. But he, my favorite story, a true story, friend of mine, she always wanted to teach, and she couldn't get what she wanted without a PhD. And she says, but Adrian, if I can't start my PhD now, she was in her 60s, late 60s, I won't get it till I'm 72. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you're going to be 72 anyway. So you might as well have a PhD. So she goes. So now she's 76. So she has been a professor for four years. She thinks that's her life. That's her life. She's a professor. Well, do you remember when you weren't even? I don't even remember that. 
So the point is, you can change your future by changing your possibilities. Right. You can do that now. Now, right. now let's let's go back uh, to your work. You do a lot of community work too, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a little bit concerned when I work on the on the webs uh, web, uh, podcast actually on the ground, which is NGO people. They're all trying to change the world, all right. kinds of different ways. They lose their energy. One of the biggest things that happens uh, that they tell me they want to hear about on the radio show is how can they keep their energy up when they're trying to do good work in the world. So how do you do it? Oh, I think it's easy. You surround yourself with positive people. You know, I, 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 you, you, I learned early on that people seem to fall into three categories when you present something new. There are people who get it right away and say, sign me up. I want to be part of this. There are people who, who fold their arms and say, well, prove it to me. And then there are people who will never get it, never get the uh, what you're trying to accomplish. And, it, you know, life is too short to, to try and convince someone who can't be convinced <laughs> that they need to get on board. But the other two, the people who want to be part of that team, come on board. You know, we can, we, your skills, your abilities, your interests, your desires, be around positive people, be around people who encourage you. You, you. There's too many people who want to bring you down. Oh, we tried that. It didn't work. We'll try it again. Mm-hmm. You know, right. or differently. We'll do it yeah, differently. yeah, yeah. But, but it's too, you know, I have a friend of mine who's now 92 she entered into an assisted living facility and she said to me, you know, I never experienced ageism until I entered this facility. And I, and I, 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 I was taken back and um, she said, yeah, she said the people who are my, my peers who live here, they tell me, oh, you don't want it. Oh, they're, she said, I feel that they're so negative towards me in terms of me wanting to do something. And and that's the thing is if, if if we no longer believe that we can do it, why should we think other people should? Yes, yes, so yeah. so true. You, you know, I've uh, studied with a, a wonderful woman, and I have a podcast. Please do look at our archives or on Apple, uh, and it's called Positive Deviance. Mm. And Monica Sternin is the wo- woman with her husband who passed, uh, who created this concept of social change called positive deviance and it was taking the positive person and who is deviant because everybody else is negative right, right. so they're, they're the and be with them this is what you say and be with them so she did this in vietnam to get children to eat she did it in hospitals in the u.s to get doctors to wash their hands she did it in so many social change ways mm. and then i got older and i Moved. I moved from New York City, which is a very independent place with independent people, mm-hmm. to a place where there's a gated community. It's not over 55, but it's a gated community. Right. So I decided, oh, I'm going to find the positive deviants mm-hmm. who live in my community. I'm still looking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for two years. I'm still looking. If I want to uh-huh. play pickleball, though, I got a lot of people <laughs> I can play pickleball. <laughs> Pickable, but that's okay. Yeah. So, you know. Well, there's no question that there are people who I listen in my neighborhood. 
I mean, there are people who buy into the fact that you're supposed to act a certain way when you reach a certain age. And uh, they bought into it. And I, and I, I, I can't fault them for feeling that way because they're, they're bombarded but with that kind of message. In, in 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 the media, in reality, and in, in what their children say to them, what their their friends say to them, uh, it, it it really makes it difficult for you to to climb out of that box if if you're if you're surrounded by that kind of negative behavior. And so, yeah, it does take a little effort. It does, and that's what I want to bring out. And, and the effort has been put in by Jeff Rubin. I want you to go look at his website. Uh, wisdomofage.net. I want you to support Senior Moments. You'll get a lot of information on how to do that on his website. Take a look at his very inspirational book and videos, Wisdom of Age. And uh, I apologize to my community. I do know that I deliberately moved in a community of <laughs> artists. See, they're all artists. And they are yeah. big artists, big deals. So I know they're very, they're more loner. You know, and I'm not an artist, so who am I? But the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> that I do find it difficult to find people who are active. Yeah. And I suspect that they find me annoying because I, and maybe they find you annoying too, Jim. Go, go, go. But yeah. all right. Meanwhile, I have to, can you. I tell yeah. you one thing? Sure. Before we go. Um, I, I, I mentioned to you off the air about a, an organization that I was involved with called the Senior Companion Program. Yes. This is a volunteer program for low-income older adults to to help frail elderly and adult disabled individuals remain independent and in their own home for as long as possible. In Marvo's program, been around forever, happens to be a stipended program, meaning that uh, the low-income older adult who volunteers could get a, a, a stipend that wouldn't count against their benefits so they wouldn't be penalized for volunteering. But in exchange, they're putting in 20 hours of service a week, helping people remain independent. It, it is an incredibly powerful yeah. program. However, yeah. what I find, and I find this after so many years, is people have never heard of the program, can't imagine that a low-income individual would 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 have the time or interest in volunteering. And yet what we discover here is that they're making a difference in the lives of so many people, but in reality, not the reality, but in the public's eye, we don't see that. We look at older adults as, as I say this many times, as the recipients of service, not the providers of service. And by doing that so, we are doing a disservice to so many people because I've watched people come into that program with very little self-esteem. They couldn't even look me in the eye and in a matter of weeks physically transform because they had a reason to get up in the morning. They were helping someone else and they weren't focused on their own maladies. What a difference they made in other people's lives by, by, by helping them. They also made a difference in their own fascinating and and something that we all can do yep if you want to be happy do something for somebody else yeah so tell me just give me the the name of that organization again before we uh, sign off it's the senior companion program and it's now under the umbrella of uh americorps uh senior corps program fantastic so i thank you all for listening to this i hope you got something out of it that might make you smile and everybody as i always say 
Get out there, kids, and make it happen. I'm inappropriate.